Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast, a place for inspiration, insight, and information on holistic mental health. Join your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and discover critical information on safe, effective psychiatric medication withdrawal. Explore new ideas that enlighten and expand the mind with cutting-edge authors and experts, along with former patients as they share their miraculous healing journeys. It's time to build your well-being from the thought up. It's time for the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Alice Lee. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Lee. I'm a holistic psychiatrist practicing in Lehigh, Utah, and I want to welcome you today to this podcast where I'm going to talk about why I am a holistic psychiatrist. I feel like this is a really important topic to review. I've had other podcasts before that went over this topic, but I think it's time to revisit this very important topic where I share how and why I became a holistic psychiatrist and how my paradigm and my perspective has changed over the years and why it's an important topic for you as a listener. Whether you're a family member or you're a patient, it's really important for you to know about the advantages of working with a holistic psychiatrist and to know what is a holistic psychiatrist. So today with me is my friend, Jack Rome. He is a digital media artist. He's a producer. He's a talented writer and musician. He edits. He helps me with my website. He's just my right hand and has been so for many years now. So Jack is available. You can find out all about him on his website, jackintheway.net. My website, where you can find out all about me and my social media and where you can sign up if you haven't for my holistic updates is called holisticpsychiatrist.com. So holisticpsychiatrist.com is where you can start to learn more about holistic psychiatry and all about me. So we're going to get started. Jack is going to have some questions for me and we're going to go from there. Okay, thank you. So as you said, today we're asking the question, why are you a holistic psychiatrist? And so I want to go to maybe the beginning of the story here. What was the turning point or trigger maybe that allowed you to be open to a holistic approach? After being trained for 10 years in psychiatry, it takes a wake-up call. And mine began in my junior year in residency where I told my training psychiatrist that I didn't think psychiatry was for me. It wasn't the field that was really as fulfilling as I thought. I had been on the inpatient unit. It was about a year after I gave birth to my daughter. I was very tired from medical school, residency, all the stresses of this medical field. And so I was going to quit. I wanted to go back to Hopkins and train in literature and creative writing, which was had always been my love as a young child growing up. And so I was planning to do that and was serious about quitting. And the training psychiatrist wanted me to go on an antidepressant because he felt like I was depressed. And of course, I was unhappy, but it wasn't clinical depression. It was more an appropriate reaction to the circumstances I was living in at that time. And also, I think nutritionally and sleep-wise, I was very deprived because I was working nonstop and also taking care of my daughter, who was one years old at the time. So he put me on an antidepressant and I felt within a week, it was like 25 milligrams of Zoloft. I felt immediately better. After a couple of weeks, I thought, well, 
I feel better. I think I'm going to just stop it because it's the beginning of a half of a starting dose of Zoloft. When I stopped it, I immediately felt zaps in my head. So I had this sensation in my head and I shared it with the training psychiatrist and he said, oh, that doesn't sound good. You should stay on the medication. Uh. And so I got back on the medication and the zapping stopped. The zapping is actually withdrawal side effects and he didn't know it and I didn't know it, but it was within a couple of weeks, you can get withdrawal side effects from these medications. I was kept on that medication. I did fine. I went on to child psychiatry fellowship, finished that. And then in 1996, it was about shortly, well, it was around the time that my son was born. I thought, I can't be on this medication forever. You know, like, I don't want to be on a medication in the first place, but don't want to be on a medication during pregnancy and things like that. So even though I went through my second pregnancy with the Zoloft at 25 milligrams, still a half of a starting dose of Zoloft, afterwards, I decided to come off of it. So I just stopped it like I did before. And I noticed within a short time, let's just say within about a month or so, my mood really tanked. And so I was able to work and do a you know, be normal. But on the weekends, I was just emotionally like very depleted. Yeah. And then I got, I would get back on it and I noticed my mood would immediately improve. So it took a while of back and forth getting off the medication. And then I realized it was withdrawal side effects. So I went online and looked up what are some of the holistic natural approaches to mood improvement. And I started working with what I found online, which was St. John's Ward and Ginkgo Biloba. I came off of that. Zoloft using a little bit of Ginkgo Biloba and St. John's Ward. I think it was a really great learning experience for me because it taught me, number one, what it felt like to be a patient, to have to go to the pharmacy to get a medication once a month, which I hated. (laughs) And then also what it felt like to try to get off and the struggles with that. Right. Because every time I tried to get off, there were withdrawal side effects. It also taught me as I was looking for holistic interventions, what worked and what didn't work, the brands and how brands were important. And so then what happened was with that education, I became a little bit more open to using a holistic approach, but I only did it mostly for me. Mm. And I only did it very rarely with patients in my practice. If they didn't respond well to medication, I might add a little ginkgo biloba or St. John's Ward or something, I never really ventured into this scary space that would involve my patients. You know, I didn't really move forward until 2002. So what was then the turning point or trigger for you to really start applying that? You talk about until 2002 to apply a holistic approach for your patients. So, So what was that turning point or trigger that allowed you to make that transition to apply a holistic approach? In 2002, I had a private practice. And for a long period of time, I was only getting bipolar patients being referred to me. And initially, I would refer them to Johns Hopkins. They had a bipolar unit, a section of their psychiatry hospital that specialized in bipolar disorder. At the time, I assumed that the reason why bipolar patients are so difficult for me to treat is because I took it personally, like I maybe Mm. I didn't know enough about these medications. But it turned out that really the medications weren't really a really good solution for bipolar patients. And so a lot of patients were coming to me to get help for maybe on too much medications or medications that didn't work well. 
And I was thinking, you know, I just can't refer all my patients to Hopkins. I would have no practice left. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started accepting some patients. The first patient was really heavily medicated. She had nystagmus. Her eyes just kept going back and forth. Her hands trembled like this. She was like in her early 30s. So her hand trembled like this. So she would have to sit on her hands so that they wouldn't shake so much. She had to wear a diaper and she had no emotions. She said her emotions were completely flat on the medications. I definitely recall that she was on Depakote at the time. So she didn't know what was worse, the bipolar disorder or the medication. And so I started lowering a little bit. And it was as I was treating her, I heard about EM Power, which it was a multivitamin mineral supplement. And a mother told me that she had found it on online. Her daughter was bipolar and this supplement was touted to be really good for bipolar disorder. So it took me three months, but I finally called the company. I got some supplements. I started using it based upon their support. And when I was using it, I discovered that it was really helpful for this patient. And the company was helping me to be able to lower the Depakote for the patient. She did really well with the lowering of the medication. Later on, I felt like she struggled with withdrawals that the company just weren't able to really fully grasp Mm -hmm. because they talked about protracted withdrawal, which is withdrawal side effects that will come after you've lowered the medication. With a company, there was a lot of shifting of blame from their level of understanding about supplements to these withdrawal side effects. And so it was very clear to me that the supplements worked for this patient for bipolar withdrawal, but I felt like there was something about that process that the company didn't have a full grasp of. And so what I did was I worked with that company for a full year, not even knowing that I was doing holistic work or using anything that was functional in nature, like functional medicine. And then after a year in 2003, I learned about energy medicine from a therapist. I started learning about emotional freedom technique, acupressure and intention work. I started learning about energy testing. At the time, it was called muscle testing. I like to call it energy testing, but I started to use energy testing and some of the energy medicine techniques. And I also use the energy testing to help me learn about other supplements because this company was keeping a really tight hold on the clinicians that were learning about their supplements, that they weren't sharing other information or they just want the doctor to use their supplement, basically, because they made a profit from the supplement company. Uh-huh. And so I started to expand more. And that was in 2003 and learned that there were conferences that I could go to that were teaching clinicians about functional medicine and also conferences that taught patients about energy medicine. And so with that, with my textbooks, the conferences and working with one patient at a time, I was slowly progressing at the beginning with, you know, trying to use these new tools initially adjunctively. The reason why I stayed as a holistic psychiatrist, despite the fact I knew so little in the beginning, was that even when you know just a little bit, just using like a multivitamin with minerals or just knowing EFT, you can still do a lot of good for these patients. And so a lot of my patients were doing much better. They were Mm. coming off their medications. Withdrawal side effects were manageable. And so I was really impressed with the clinical outcomes. So I continued to press forward with my learning process because of that. 
So how do you define holistic psychiatry at this point with all this experience you have? Holistic psychiatry, I think, is different from functional medicine. Just to clarify, a holistic psychiatrist, from my perspective, is someone who really tries to integrate modalities from all different fields of healing. So for me, it's an integration of the functional piece that recognizes the body's need for proper nutrients and support, but also is open to some of the mind-body medicine or mindfulness techniques that are out there, whether it's meditation or EFT. Over time, I created my own techniques that I will be teaching at the 2023 ASEP conference, where you just use intention and energy to shift blockages. And so when you integrate both energy medicine and functional medicine, you're really creating a very different animal, so to speak, a different way of treating. It's very different from a functional doctor who just relies on lab work. I do a lot of testing with energy testing that I think I can do throughout the treatment as opposed to a lab at the beginning and maybe a repetition of some labs in the middle of treatment. I'm really doing testing almost every week on these patients. Uh-huh. And so the outcomes for my patients are fantastic and are continuing to improve as I integrate more and more tools in my toolbox. You spoke a little bit about when you were getting going, why you were able to gain momentum. But now, why do you continue to practice as a holistic psychiatrist? Well, I realize that it's important for me to stay in this field and continue to help patients because of the clinical outcomes. So now, because I've been in this field since 2002, it's been a little over 20 years for functional medicine and about 20 years for energy medicine. And my understanding of how I integrate this into my psychiatry field is allowing me, for example, to help someone get off six psychiatric medications. So one of the case reports I submitted for the Association of Comprehensive Energy Psychologists for 2023 that got accepted is a case report on helping someone get off six psychiatric medications smoothly in about a year. Actually, it was a little bit less than a year. She was on two antidepressants, a benzodiazepine, an antipsychotic. She was on a beta blocker. She was on a mood stabilizer, an anticonvulsant. So she was on all of these different medications. And with the energy testing, I was able to help her through that process. Of course, she had to take the supplements and she had to do the energy work. So she was a perfect patient for coming off six meds, but it would not have been possible had I only had supplements as a functional doctor and not known anything about energy medicine. So that's going to be presented at the conference and also all of the tools that I'll be presented at the conference in terms of energy medicine. That's one example of something that as you learn more and more, you can start to do more and more for patients. And she wrote a little experience on her end in the case report. Like they want the patient's perspective on the case report as well. And the very end of her write-up of her experience, she said that the treatment saved her life. Because before then, she had two residential treatments. She had five hospitalizations. She had numerous individual psychotherapy sessions. And at the very beginning, when she was put on medication, she had a suicide attempt. So she was a very seriously ill and unstable patient and had barely just somewhat stabilized before she came to see me. And then I don't see her anymore because she's completely stable and she's on her own. 
that's my goal. As I write in my website is my goal is for patients to stop being patient. So that's what makes me happy. And another example of what you can do with holistic psychiatry, of course, is quick interventions for people who may never need medications because of it. So I was treating a woman who had bipolar symptoms. She had never been on medications and we put her on supplements. She started immediately noticing improvements with her mood swings and felt better. But she also has six kids and her husband had some symptoms and she had some symptoms. And I said, genetically, we might be able to use the energy testing to see what kind of supplements would be helpful for your kids at this stage. And so her kids range from adolescence, early adolescence to very young, like four years old. And so I did the energy testing for all her kids. We noticed every one of them had genetic issues, but had not evolved enough to have like serious symptoms where they would have to see a psychiatrist. Some would be like maybe a little hyper. One kid wouldn't eat vegetables, for example. It just didn't like vegetables. Another one might be a little bit more like temper issues or whatever, but not enough, of course, to gain attention from a psychiatrist. So with these children, with energy testing, and because the parents were open to it, she now knows what supplements are important for her kids. And she's giving them these nutritional supplements to, we call it epigenetics, because it's going to affect the genes. So if you have a genetic problem, but you can take a supplement to ameliorate that problem. It's an epigenetic intervention. Wow. So here we have a tool that can affect the long-term outcome of children long before they ever get seriously ill. But of course, it can help her, the patient, to avoid having to be on medications because she had bipolar symptoms, right? Mm. She had mood swings and Things were really going downhill for her. So this is a really wonderful tool that can work through the spectrum of illness, yeah. preventative, mm -hmm. before meds. And of course, the patients who come to me desperate because they're struggling with medication withdrawal or they just want to come off meds after two or three decades of being on medications. So it's a really great tool and I stay with it because of mm -hmm. all of the things that my patients can benefit from. And in the meantime, the creative process, being able to integrate these tools, not only is helping me to be a better doctor, but I think as I help all these patients, it's helping me as a creative artist to have a much deeper understanding about the human experience. And hopefully my love of writing and literature and everything will benefit ultimately from my experiences as a holistic psychiatrist. As you know, I've been working with you, Jack, on my book that I've been really trying to move forward with, the chapters, and sharing wonderful, positive experiences that give people hope. That's also very delightful for me as an artist and writer, that I have actually come to a place where I'm blessed and rewarded with content that I think is very life-changing and inspiring that I can share with others as well. So it's a blessing for the patients. It's helping me as an artist, doctor, and I think there's just joy all around from this kind of practice. Beautiful. It's so clear how beneficial it is in so many ways from the beginning of the story and why you even approached it in the first place. It's like that was your entry point to discovering 
a blooming almost of healing that you experienced from starting with the conventional psychiatry and then seeing it bloom to other areas and then finally to this holistic approach where you embrace all paradigms in order to assist with healing. So yeah. it's wonderful to hear about. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I find it amusing actually and a little bit humorous that the field of psychiatry wanted to keep me in the field by putting me on a medication. And now I'm taking people off their meds. So never keep someone in psychiatry that don't want to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, anyways. So thank you, Jack, for this time to ask me these important questions. And I, I want to thank the people who are listening. I really appreciate your interest in holistic psychiatry. And I hope that this information was helpful for you and hopefully will be helpful for family members. If you like what you heard, please go to my website. There's holisticpsychiatrist.com where you can find all of my social media links. And also there's a holistic update sign up sheet that you can click on and end up receiving all of the holistic updates when they come out or podcasts when they come out. So please do that. Please give me a positive rating if you like what you've heard. And for Jack, of course, visit his website on jackintheway.net. I hope that you will have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to the end. Please come back for more of my podcasts and more of my holistic updates. And I wish you well in your healing journey as well. Thank you so much. The content provided by this podcast is for informational purposes only and has not been approved by the US FDA. This podcast is not intended to provide personal medical advice, which should be obtained from a medical professional. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com.